Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello there and welcome to all our listeners in podcast land. It's another Irish Examiner sports podcast. Well, as we said, a sports podcast with a difference in this time of coronavirus. We're working our way around the world talking to GA club members. Uh, this week we're heading to Austria to Vienna Gales and I'm delighted to welcome the co-chairperson of the Vienna Gales GA club Noel Fitzgerald to the program. Noel, um, lockdown and easing of lockdown restrictions is the uh, big topic of conversation here in Ireland as we're on our uh, steps through the summer to uh, ease restrictions. And a big landmark weekend though in Austria with uh, easing of restrictions uh, last Saturday, I believe. That's right, Jack Hollum. Um, The 1st of May, I think it was Friday, 1st of May, they loosened up the restrictions on meeting people. So now you're allowed to meet up to 10 people outside as long as you keep a one meter distance and then more importantly to the Vienna Gales sports wise they've allowed sports such as tennis and golf basically sports that allow a, a, a big distance between people uh, the Austrian government didn't specify anything about hurling but uh, we took it as a signal that we can have a, a casual puck about on Sunday so we're having our, we used to have a, a puck about on Sundays before the pandemic kicked off uh, in the big local park in Vienna here the Prater so we're planning on starting that back on uh, Sunday. So hopefully it'll go well for us. Okay, now let's just take a step back from before Friday, uh, May 1st. Uh, what was the lockdown like for you personally in the weeks prior to that? Uh, personally, prior to the lockdown, um, so I signed up as the co-chairperson of the Gales in, in January at our AGM. And what I anticipated was um, a bit more responsibility with regards to if we host a tournament, making sure that runs well, making sure we pay the fees for our renting facilities for training, making sure everyone pays their membership fees, that sort of thing was what I expected doing. What I didn't expect was an even higher level of responsibility with regards to the, like a duty of care towards our members. Um, at the start of March, the first cases of coronavirus were arising in Austria but there was no government-issued restrictions on movement. It was rumoured that there was something going to happen. Everyone was panic shopping, so on and so forth. Uh, indeed, we went to a neighbouring club across the border for a, a friendly tournament, only to find out that a kid at a school in, in that country got uh, the virus, and then three members of that club that played against us were self-isolating. And then we had to go and text all of our members about um, 
yeah, uh, so just 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 to let you know, there are people that played against us last Saturday that are self-isolating. No cause for alarm, but um, I mean, as a amateur sports chairperson, you don't expect to have to send texts like that or make decisions like um, we have handball every Saturday in the colder months, and we had to we decided to just postpone or cancel that for the time being, um, despite there being no um, regulations set out by the Austrian government until I think it was the 15th of March that a lockdown was put in place then and then it was much easier for a forest to um, say anything because everything was cancelled for us but yeah for that week or two before that it was a little bit uncomfortable uh, as someone who was responsible for the the club to try and make those kind of decisions you know. Oh yeah undoubtedly were you in contact with Crow Park or anyone back home in terms of what the strategy was? Uh, well, we kept we were, we're kept regularly in touch by uh, Gaelic Games Europe, who would be our representative towards Crow Park. Kind of there, if you if you look at Europe as it's kind of treated as an entire as a county, and then our county board would be Gaelic Games Europe, and they would then refer to us their guidelines based on Crow Park's guidelines. And sure, they're a little different here as to what they would be back in Ireland. We're hoping to return to action sooner than in Ireland and in Europe. But yeah, we would listen to them and, and um, their guidelines. But again, they were they were going on the dark as well as everyone else was was at the time. These are unprecedented times, you know, and they're dealing with a series of different countries and different regulations, and the the the, sto- the cases are different in every different country, and the government's guidelines are different. So it's a big task for them as well. I wouldn't blame them for any lack of clarity, you know. Yeah, in relation to the lockdown itself then in Austria when it kicked in, Noel, what were what were the regulations like in comparison to here in Ireland? Um, well, I know from talking to my family, keeping in touch with my family, that they were probably nicer in Austria than in Ireland, to be honest. This this the two two kilometer restriction on movement wasn't in place here like the, like it was at home. So you're allowed to go out and, and and go running, exercising on your own or walking on your own or with your housemates or whoever lives in your household. Um, and that was about it. So essential shops stayed open and everyone worked from home. So, I mean, it was pretty similar to Ireland, except with the restriction, but except for the, the restriction of movement regulation, you know. OK, now in relation to the 1st of May and then when golf clubs and tennis clubs and everything were allowed to open was was there a, was there a mass rush on those things um not that i no i don't think so you know um the feeling here is still quite cautious the case numbers are really really low um last time i checked there were 1500 active cases but that that was about a week ago so i'm sure it's reduced again i haven't checked recently but there wasn't a massive rush back people are still quite cautious uh, about it um and it's quite it's e- quite easy to be cautious now because everyone else in the entire world is is probably still in lockdown or you know in in the throes of of the the virus so the entertainment options are still quite good for example every week for the last two weeks the Gaelic Games Europe has organized a, a pub quiz on Zoom with all the different clubs in Europe taking part and um there's guys still looking to do the the training Groups. So we had a WhatsApp group during quarantine, where everyone logged had it with a little competition with exercise. So guys would run a certain amount of kilometers. They would give them an X amount of points, and then we all had a big competition to see who could get the most points. And the guys are still keen to do that. So 
yeah, I, I, um, I don't think that there's much of a rush to get back to to, th- to things because, well, it's not the same. Um, you can't use changing rooms and you better open your gear and play your game and, and not socialise and go home again. But also the options for entertaining yourselves are, are different now post-quarantine as they were before, you know. You, know? You, you, you mentioned there the hope is to have some class of a puck around this weekend. That's right, yeah. Um, so every Sunday it was kind of brought in as a as a social kind of thing to try and encourage uh, people to try hurling because in a club that's been primarily focused on football up until 2016, uh, the hurling side of the club always needs a bit of a bit of work and, and maintenance. So we tried to introduce a uh, Sunday puck around at the, the the giant. There's a big park in the middle of Vienna called the Prater. So we go to a big public area and we bring a couple of hurlies, a couple of slitters and, and knock the ball around on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, we're hoping in the summer then it'll be a bit more of a social thing. Um, obviously, that might the plan might change now with, with regards to social thing, given the the uh, restrictions on, on meeting people. And, and you think they will probably go keep going with social distancing and whatnot. But um, yeah, we're, we're planning to have our first one back on Sunday. So that's that's a big step for for us because we haven't we've been reluctant to organize anything under the guise of the club for the last two months um so we avoid any potential situations such as anyone turning out to have the virus and then you're put back in a really awkward position where you have to talk to club members and say look you were at this event and just to let you know someone got the virus so if we can avoid that at all if we can take any steps to avoid that we'll take them but uh for now the coast is clear and the government guidelines are Say it's allowed, so we think why not? Okay, very good. So tell me a bit about the the club itself, Noel. Yes, yeah, so the Vienna Gales were founded in two thousand and four, um, and now it's one of Europe's uh, busier uh, Gaelic games clubs. We played; th- we're the only club to play three sports. We play Gaelic football, hurling, and handball, um, as well as ladies football, obviously. And we're we're trying to start a camogie team this year too. And last year we hosted the Pan-European uh, Football Championships. I think it was the largest one in history. So we hosted about 700 footballers in Vienna for that for that one-day tournament in October last year. Um, so yeah, we've, we've got a, a broad membership of people from all sorts of exotic places from you know France, Australia, America, Sligo, Mayo, and even a few dubs. So it's a good vibe and it's really enjoyable. And has there been a big sense of community as well as we've seen here back in Ireland, even though the playing side of things is is on a whole, the strength of a club is probably more obvious now, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, people who w- wouldn't have been at this time of year, been at the forefront of, of things of the club, are now at the forefront of things of the club. Um, we're having a lot of uh, quizzes. Uh, at least a weekly quiz in between the club and now we're doing this Gaelic Games Europe uh, quiz as well and um, the participation in that has been really good and you see people getting on and, and people conversing with each other that wouldn't have, have met before you know because we've got as I said we've got a broad membership playing three different sports and very often you've got people who play only one sport people who only play certain sports and you just they don't seem to, seem to mix an awful lot so uh, you never know. Maybe it's a, a good, one of the few good things to come out of the uh, pandemic is um, an increased sense of community within the club where people know who each other are that bit more, you know? Yeah, finally, do you have any 
any plans, Noel, in terms of when you think you'd be stepping it up, getting back into more organised training sessions? Well, I was I was listening to the Gaelic Games Europe podcast that was issued yesterday. They issue one twice weekly, and I listened to it um, yesterday. And they had Tony Bass on. He's the chairperson of Gaelic Games Europe, and their current plan is a step by step plan to return to action. So, in Austria's case, it's kind of hard to know what the next plan is because what they say is first go back to training within your club, and then you go back to playing neighbouring teams, um, and then you will go back. Then you would move on to playing all the teams in your country and then you move on to the Gaelic Games Europe a separate into different regions um, so that's the kind of step-by-step -step plan obviously like everything it can it should can and should be scaled back if any problems arise um, we're scheduled to host a round of the Central Eastern Europe Regional Football Championship in September <clears throat> which hasn't been cancelled as of yet because the three rounds in Bratislava, Zurich and Berlin have been cancelled. They're all pre-June. They've been cancelled. We're hoping to have our round in September. Um, even if the borders were allowed to be open with Germany, Slovakia, Czech Republic, which is all very possible, the, the cases are down in all those countries, um, we'd have a very big tournament with, with, with our, our neighbouring teams. So we're hoping, we're, our target is that. Okay, Noel, we'll uh, wish you the very best of luck with that. And uh, who knows, maybe you'll be the, the first official GA competition of the uh, post-lockdown crisis in 2020. Thanks again for joining us from uh, Vienna today. Thanks, Colin. Appreciate it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.